Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. This is your host, Stu Jenkins. I'm talking with Susan Funk. We only have a few minutes left. I want to—I don't know if you want to finish up at all on the county management salaries, but I didn't want to miss getting to the issue of water. Uh, and water's pretty important in the North County. Yeah, water's really, really important. I mean, when, when I deal in the urban areas, you know, folks are concerned about housing and homelessness. But when you go east to the 101 and, you know, talk to the folks out in Creston, you know, 10 of the top five issues are water. I've walked on Soda Lake, I know. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, so let's, let's move to water in the mm-hmm. time we've got left so that we can address that. Well, you know, some of the criticism I have heard is that some people in the North County want to make sure the cities and all the really big growers have access to the water and the small farmers aren't getting the water that they used to have a right to. Can you educate us about that? Sure. Uh, One of the big challenges is that there are more people who have rights to more water than actually exists down there. That people are the, and that's why we have overdraft in that basin, is people are are used to using water. Which basin are we talking about? uh, Particularly the Paso Robles groundwater basin. The Tascadero Basin, where I sit on the GSA, the Groundwater Sustainability Agency, is in pretty good shape. We've been able to have good stewardship Mm -hmm. of that. And, you know, back in the 90s, people quit growing alfalfa out of that basin, and that helped turn the district around uh, to a better um, better stability. Well, I've, I've heard that some of those landowners that used to grow alfalfa want to start growing uh, crops again that, that use uh, about as much water as they used to use. Is that is that a factor? Um, that I have not heard uh, too much of that in the Atascadero Basin. Okay. Where you have in the Paso Basin um, issues where they, that basin was in such bad shape um, and, and had been, um, was losing water so rapidly over time that you had a lot of, of people's residential wells that were going dry. The, you know, the res- residential wells are shallower and are, and are more at risk mm-hmm. um, when we have weather pattern changes. Um, as we do see right now. So, Is there anything the board can do to um, create more water storage in this county? When we have these big rains, uh, you know, it just goes out to sea. Um, Is there anything that can be done about that on on a county level? There's a potential on the supply side for a variety of solutions that need to be looked at from a technical perspective and and a financial perspective to see how they work. We have to test out some of them. Um, you know, that may include uh, storage options. That may include um, uh, using recycled water and blending that with Nacimiento water uh, to be able mm-hmm. to uh, get, you know, you have issues of, of, of the amounts of solids and, and salts that are dissolved in the water and, and make sure that that's going to be appropriate to the environment you're using it. You also have, you know, different you know, the, the groundwater is like a layer cake, and the water that's you know, moving sideways along uh, the ground at, at different different levels has different characteristics. So well, it's not all sort of fungible either. So we have to pe- be attentive to how to make sure that the basin can be brought into sustainability in a way that's fair for everybody. Well, and w- when you're talking about storage, that's a very broad uh, description of a whole variety of different things it could mean dams it could be ponds it could be pumping water down into the groundwater uh it could be tanks uh anything in that list that you favor um i think we have to be willing to look at the full range of solutions 
uh, to that. Um, and e- you know, each one of them will have pluses and minuses. And we, and we need a balanced plan that encompasses a range of solutions, both in terms of, of supply and storage, so helping the basin have more water to work with, um, and also managing that water um, more efficiently. Are so there any, have, of, any of those solutions that you'd exclude? Um, I haven't heard any solutions right now that I would exclude okay. off the top. I'm, you know, I think we have to, to be willing to look creatively at a lot of, of different things. Uh, the one thing that I would well, say now, we have to do we, is not we, go backwards. We have to wrap up it. here. I'm okay. sorry. I wish we didn't. But um, is there anything you want to tell listeners about how they can contact you and your campaign before we go? Yes. Check out funkforslowco.com. All right. Um, and that's our website. And uh, be in touch. We, you can leave me a message there or check out our uh, videos and, and, and uh, information about the work that I've done and all kinds of issues and you know, how we can move forward together as a county. All right. And I want them to make sure that they know that they've got to get their vote in by Tuesday. There you go. Thank you for coming on Slow County Public Policy and the Law. I hope you'll come back. My pleasure, Stu. This is your host, Stu Jenkins. April of last year, Dan Dow came on Slow County Public Policy and the Law to tell listeners about the Clean Slate Clinic he had put together with the County Public Defender's Office, the County Probation Department, folks at California Rural Legal Assistance, Restorative Partners, the People's Justice Project, and the San Luis Obispo College of Law. The dignity that comes with work is the best rehabilitation for anyone with a criminal conviction. Employment empowers a man or woman to bring income into their household, feed their children, have a reason to stay sober, and have satisfaction providing productive service to an employer and an employer's customers. It means a person belongs and is the ultimate end to cycles of crime and violence. District Attorney Dan Dow recognized that having a rap sheet closed the door for an employer to offer jobs, even to folks who had paid their debt to society and succeeded in their probation or parole. This affects families all over San Luis Obispo County, maybe your family. The program was so popular that they had to close it down for several months because they had such a backlog of applications. But it is starting up again. If you have a family member who has struggled to find work, even though they have done their time, paid their fines, and completed their probation, let them know about the Slow County Clean Slate Clinic's expungement. Isn't that a great word? Expungement help. It will expunge their criminal record. The free clinic helps folks with a criminal rap sheet who had served their sentences, paid their fines, and succeeded in their probation programs to expunge their conviction record. Folks can get help for free this Friday from the Clean Slate Clinic at the San Luis Obispo County Law Library. It is downstairs at 1050 Monterey Street, San Luis Obispo, across from the Fremont Theater, from 10 a.m. until 5 p.m., March 8th. The free clinic helps people who have completed probation or parole apply to expunge their criminal record. Uh, 
If you have a family member or friend who needs to clean up his or her criminal record, tell them about the Clean Slate Clinic. That is held this Friday, March 8th, from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. at the San Luis Obispo County Law Library, 1050 Monterey Street, San Luis Obispo. You can just show up or reserve an appointment to apply to clean up your record by calling 805-902-2752. That's 805-902-2752. For more information on Slow County Public Policy and the law, visit our website, knews985.com.